Podcast. And I'm looking at a list of the 50 top destinations on planet Earth for 2022, as identified by Time Magazine. They include Kyushu Island in Japan, Rapa Nui in Chile, Salta, Argentina, Boracay in the Philippines, Portree, Scotland, Madeira, Portugal, Tofino, British Columbia. And the list goes, yes, I did say Tofino, British Columbia. It's one of the top 50 destinations in the world this year. Samantha Hackett joins us from, oh, she's in Qualicum this morning, but Samantha is the general manager of the Long Beach Lodge Resort, very much a, a part of what Tofino is is all about. Samantha, good morning, and I suppose we should add congratulations. Good morning, Sterling. Yes, thank you so much. Um, it is a very exciting uh, um, announcement that we got uh, this week. It sure is. Now, Tofino has long been uh, singled out as a Canadian destination by many noteworthy publications, Condé Nast and others. But Samantha, this is a biggie. Everybody reads Time magazine. The others are travel publications, but this is a much wider readership base. So I would imagine it matters more just in terms of reach, right? Exactly. And I mean, especially just being such a small town, as uh, the Time magazine notes, a tiny town, um, you know, we're just honored to be included with such a prestigious list of destinations. It's uh, it's been a very exciting week for everyone that lives in Tofino. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I'm, I'm, this is the first half of the first line. On the windswept west coast of British Columbia's Vancouver Island lies tiny Tofino. <laughs> and then it goes on and on. They're not shy about the size of the town. Samantha, it is tiny. And yet, even during COVID, it just became, it can so easily become overwhelmed. Yes, it definitely can. And I think that is just, you know, the the proximity of being a very remote destination and then also um, being a smaller destination um, that uh, that it just we we are always on that wide stage, that world stage, um, which is just amazing. Uh, it can be overwhelming, but uh, we're all very excited. I've been chatting with lots of uh, industry people and uh, and the residents and everyone's just so excited to to be part of this list. Well, it is a big deal, isn't it? But let's just, just zoom in on BC and our domestic market marketplace, Samantha, because as you mentioned, during the last couple of years, the proximity to the lower mainland and the access to Tofino that BC Ferries, etc. provides, uh, with without the traffic from British Columbians over the last couple of years, Tofino would be in much tougher shape today than it, than it is, correct? That is, that is absolutely correct. We are very lucky that British Columbians are um, very savvy travelers and, and really love to travel. And so we've been able to uh, be that location, that local location that when people are trying to get away and are not able to go any further, that they're able to come have um, some solitude. And, and, and because we are a year-round destination, that's been a really helpful thing through these last uh, few years, that it doesn't matter what time of year you're able to do some sort of exciting activity. Um, the one that was uh, featured as part of the article was the floating sauna, sure. which is a great new um, amenity, but it's a year-round amenity. And that's one of the things that we're very lucky with our weather that, you know, we're not getting crazy cold. Um, and so in the winter, it's a great destination and uh, lots of activities year round. So, Matthew, have you had a chance to check out the floating sauna? I have actually had the pleasure to go out there twice. Um, I went out there uh, the first time and had such a great time that uh, um, I booked with some friends to go back. Um, it's an amazing 
uh, location, an amazing amenity, and just a very special place that uh, has been created out there. And, you know, the other part that about Tofino that is so attractive to so many people is the fact that so much of it is national park. There's just so much open territory there. Now, it's managed. We have park rangers and that sort of thing. It's not a Wild West show, but it's also really open country that's very inviting that way because there's so much room. Yes, yeah, exactly. Well, and the tagline under our heading is Wilder West, which uh, I, I actually, it's kind of a neat way to say it. I've uh, never heard that being used. Um, but, you know, we have so much of that community focus on in the environmental protection and conservation, which we've had for for years and years. And just, you know, that's how the Pacific Rim National Park came to be. And we've had the designation of the UNESCO um, Biosphere Reserve, sure. yep. which is amazing. Um, so, it, you know, ensuring that not just the residents, but, you know, also our visitors live sustainably within the the community and our surrounding areas, um, you know, is really important. And, uh, and that's how we're able to then share the area and and what draws people back to the area. Samantha, in a typical year, not a pandemic year, and we've been lucky, as you've just discussed, that, that you've had the support of so many British Columbians to get you through this rough patch of the last couple of years. But in a mm-hmm. typical year, and we do remember what they were like, I hope, uh, <laughs> what, what percentage of, of business in Tofino would be international versus British Columbia generated? Well, that's actually the interesting thing. Although we had a lot of international guests um, years previous, um, we we didn't rely solely on international. Um, as I sort of mentioned, British Columbians, you know, are, are great travelers, and so we've always had a really great market locally. And so, I mean, we're probably it's less than fifty percent internationally. Some different um, properties or different aspects of our community do rely on international um, guests more depending on the amenities and and accommodation Um, but some some don't see very very many international guests at all so um, it's been it's been something that has been an adjustment um, but this year we've slowly had an international guest come back and so it hasn't uh, been too much of a of a hit for for anyone in the community. Mm, it doesn't hurt either that it's one of the few places in the entire country where a person can go and sign up for surfing lessons, does it? Exactly. And again, year-round, the fact that you can surf where such a, um, a gentle surfing area um, for learning and, and as you're advancing in the surfing world, so that has really helped um, helped our community to be able to do that year-round. Not on, not on a storm season day, but it's that's the nice thing, I think, with our areas. If it's not good surf, then it's storm watching, and that's an amazing uh, thing to see as well. Well, now, storm watching. Now, there's a marketing moment of genius, isn't it? How to take crummy weather and turn it around and pack the place anyway with storm watchers. That was brilliant. And how many years ago was that? Because it's really working, isn't it? Oh, it's yeah, it's been at least 20 years. Yeah. Right? That, is, that has been a great marketing. but it, And it also has been just such a true reality. You know, it could be January. It could be beautiful, sunny in Tofino, um, and it's amazing to be in Tofino on those days. Um, but then the flip side is that it's stormy and wild um, as uh, as we keep using, and and that's also uh, pretty spectacular. Wanted to ask you. You mentioned overwhelmed a little while ago, and and I know the community Samantha has been taking steps uh, to a, to deal with the reality of the popularity. And this is this is going to be uh, just a real shot of the arm, as if you need more crowds, uh, but you're going to get them anyway. And again. And you've had that problem in the last couple of years, campers and so on, and you're trying to make adjustments to deal with even more popularity. How's that going for this summer? 
It's actually going really well. And I think that's been one of the, the great things to see the community come together and, you know, have a bit of that time over the last two years to um, to really work together and make sure that we're, you know, in, encompassing that inter- interconnectedness of each other, um, but then also paying attention to our natural environment and, and making sure that, that we are utilizing each other and working together to protect, um, you know, it, our priorities are, of course, our, you know, social and economical things, but also, you know, what's going on, you know, culturally, interconnectedly with our environment and how can we work together. So partnerships and, and just uh, talking, meeting in person again has been helpful sure. to, uh, to really come together and prioritize that. Well, you know, it's, it's a wonderful story. It's, it's fun to have a few moments to chat with you about it, Samantha, because it uh, it really is, it's, it's a wonderful feather in the cap for a, a destination that those of us who are savvy travelers, as you point out, most British Columbians to be, we've known about this forever. I love Tofino, but now the rest of the world is catching on. So brace yourself. Uh, the folks will be showing up. Yes. Amazing. Thank you so much. And it's a win for, you know, British Columbia as well. That's the neat thing. It doesn't say Canada on the listing. It's Tofino, British Columbia, which I think is a a testament to all the amazing locations in British Columbia as well. Well, congratulations to you and all involved in making Tofino one of the top 50 destinations on planet Earth. Samantha Hackett, we appreciate this. Have a great weekend. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.